0: Good morning world, good afternoon, good evening and good night. Welcome to episode 45 on Touch base If you are new here, thank you so much for joining my space and if you are always here, thank you so much for the continued support. I am grateful as usual, you know, happy Wednesday to you all and I just hope that the week is going as planned. If it's not, just keep going because guess what? It gets better yes so in today's conversation you will hear from trishana dwyer uh she is currently studying in canada and she was blessed to take her family with her so in this interview we pretty much spoke about the student pathway to canada and so trish shared that the first step is to make sure that you check out the canadian government website so when you're looking for schools make sure you check that out because then they will have a list in there and so you want to make sure that the schools that you're choosing are public schools and they're on the dli list and dli means designated learning institution right and what's impressive about this interview is that roshana did this entire process without an agency you know she did it By herself, so by researching on her own, you know, calling the necessary places, the embassy, all over the place, wherever she had to call to get the necessary information, you know, to make sure that the process goes good not just for herself but her daughter and her husband she was able to do it get through everybody got their results um you know in less than in like a month or so i think that's what she said in the interview and that was impressive because you have a lot of people who wait longer than that and it's it's an entire family so that was just quick right and so you'll also hear the documents that you will need and even what to include in your loe and that's the letter of explanation and you'll hear so much more you know you will also hear what to expect when you're planning to go and when you actually get there and trish also has a youtube page where she shares her life you know in canada and so you can check her out on YouTube and Instagram at Meet the Doors. and you will find also find in the link on her Instagram page the link to her ebook, right? And she has an e- uh, ebook that's titled "Student Pathway to Canada," and the book pretty much outlines the entire process for students who wants to, you know, study in Canada and relocate in Canada. So you want to get that because it worked for her right and it's detailed so just support it's only 50 canadian dollars and if you know somebody who wants to go to canada just link up the page here me just tell you about support support and please remember to download this and every episode before listening and just share it with your friends your family your neighbors your classmates, and everybody that you come across right so come back hi this is Ashane maze and you're tuned into tosh base with Shoshana, welcome to Tash Thank you for joining my space today. Uh, how are you doing?
1: Uh, I am great. I'm happy to be here.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. So, because I remember the first time we spoke, it was in Jamaica on a face to face interview when we're talking about the logistics industry. So, yes. Uh, it's a pleasure to be talking to you again. Yeah. I mean, it's so funny that we meet again like this. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to let you go ahead and introduce yourself for the listeners before we get into the interview.
1: All right, so my name is Trishana Dwyer. I'm a student in Canada. I came here four months ago with my family and we're loving it so far.
0: All right, that's lovely. All right, so why would you say, or sorry, who, rather, who would you say is your role model
1: and why? So my mom is my role model for sure. You know, I've always admired her faith in God. Mm -hmm. She has just this faith that I'm telling you is like she has no doubt whatsoever. And I strive to be like that every day. You know, even on this journey, you need a lot of faith. A lot of faith I've spoken about this even on my own YouTube channel mm-hmm. you know this journey is filled with so much uncertainties and just growing up seeing my mother how unmovable her faith is in God that he'll come through every time has really had a, a huge impact on me even to this day mm-hmm. so she's she's my main role model yeah
0: that's lovely i I really I like faith, it's hard sometimes, but it's it's possible and it pays off, so i I like that, yeah, um, all right, so let's talk about some of the reasons why Canada is a good place to relocate for students, you know, since you relocated there as a student let's let's talk about some of those reasons.
1: Yes, so pretty much um becoming a student is one of the surest way to come to Canada you know mm-hmm. um, a lot of persons come as express entry but mm-hmm. I'm a strong believer in the student pathway to Canada mm-hmm. and that's what me and my family chose so I'm mm-hmm. pursuing a business management post degree diploma mm-hmm. and when I was choosing the school what I made the focus was the province and city where my husband could
0: really
1: find a job. Right, right. So, I knew I wanted to study Mm -hmm. and Canada is just one of the best places for international students. I really wasn't looking at any other country, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I knew I wanted to come here to study because, of course, they are very inclusive. They are welcoming of international students Mm -hmm. and it's a safe country. It's a very, very safe country. Since I um I came here, I've never had any issues with worrying about my safety or any concerns that you know I'm gonna get robbed or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And then Canada offers world-class education, as <laughs> a lot of people may know. Mm-hmm. But really and truly, um it is a pathway to also become a permanent resident and that is what we're looking at. You know, Um, when you apply for express entry, it is like you are being thrown into a pool and just waiting for your number to be selected. It's not a short thing, Mm -hmm. but the student pathway, it is very short. You can be granted a study permit immediately and by the next week you're in Canada. That's how quick it can be. Okay. You know? And so, Canada wants... Um, they want immigrants. And right now, they're giving express entry to a lot of students. CEC, you know? To okay. students. That's who they are really targeting. Because they're skilled, of course. Mm-hmm.
0: And
1: so, I their-
0: the- Huh? I'm saying, and they studied there too, so.
1: Right, so already having the Canadian education and would have already been um, acclimatized to the culture, you know, the weather, it's easier to adjust. And so it was just, I I was sure this is the path I wanted Mm. to take with my family, you know? Mm. And (laughs) I can tell you, I don't regret it. It has been a very fulfilling journey so far expensive but <laughs> yeah, fulfilling. it's yeah it's worth
0: it okay all right so um so since you said that it's like it's an easy process or it's quick rather for some you know in some instance let's talk about yeah. or just take me through the preparation process of actually finding a school in canada how that goes Okay,
1: so the first thing I did was to check the government's website. And this is what I suggest to persons, you know, ensure that you check the Government of Canada website and they have a section for DLIs, which is a designated learning institution. And that simply means that these are schools that are um, public. You know, they're public schools and you are pretty much... Eligible, um, pardon,
0: eligible. I don't
1: know. Yeah, you are pretty much eligible to get a postgraduate work permit afterwards. So, okay. if you go to a private school, you can't get this. And mm. most students, especially if you're not coming with a family or a, sp- um, a spouse who can work and it's you mm. alone, you know, you need to choose a public school so they can get this work experience. And okay. then can apply for permanent residence afterwards. You know, if you can't get a postgraduate work permit, then there's no way you can work unless you are in a co-op program. Okay. So if that is permanent residence, is your aim, then mm-hmm. I suggest you check the government website first and ensure that the school of your choice is on the DLI list. That is okay. the first step I did, you know, and how we even came by Northern Lights College at fact, is, as I was saying earlier, my husband, you know, he, he has been working on a ship for almost 10 years mm. and it was fine with us. We never had any issues or whatsoever. You know, the distance is something we got, we had gotten used to over time because I met my husband when I was 16 years old and he has been working oh. on a ship from that time. So <laughs> it's been yeah. a long time, right? And when COVID happened, it changed everything okay. because of COVID. You know, the borders closed. He wasn't able to come home because, of course, if the borders closed, he can't leave the ship. And mm. so the, he would normally do like a three month contract on and off. So, three months time we normally see him, right? Mm-hmm. but because the borders closed three months pretty much turning to six months that's literally yeah. half of the year yes so it's got yes it was it was very hard it was very hard emotionally because with especially with covid happening you know mm-hmm. there were certain so many uncertainties not knowing when the border is gonna open if Kobe is even ever going to leave, and as you can see, it's still very much yeah. a thing. <laughs> yeah. <New year. laughs> so yeah, we're like, you know, we can't continue like this. We need to have a plan B because what if, you know, God forbid, he came in contact with this thing. So mm-hmm. I start, we started thinking about his safety. Because he's going to different countries that have God he knows what. So <laughs> we are like, no, we need to come up with a plan B. This is not sustainable anymore. You know, we need to be together as a family in these uncertain times. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my husband pretty much, his, his focus is in marine engineering. So there's literally no job opportunities really in Jamaica. You know, we don't own any large ships that carry gas or anything like that because he has worked in the LNG industry specifically, right? Mm-hmm. So there's not really much opportunities um, in Jamaica. And so we started to look outside of Jamaica, you know, um, what other option is there. And we said, you know what, let us do some research, do some Googling. Mm-hmm. And that's how we found British Columbia, which is an energy province because we're following the energy right and we decided to narrow down our research and we found a city called fort st john which is considered to be an energy city so that's how we found this this city yes and then i found that there was a college here called northern lights college
0: Mm -hmm. i was okay
1: great i contacted the school and Normally for Canadian schools they ask for IELTS, which is a right. international English right test Yes, yes, yes. So fortunately, um NLC accepted English CXC once you have a one or a two. What? So I was exempted from doing the IELTS test. Right. So Are I serious? was very happy. Yes, I was very happy about that. You know, and then uh, I think it's some countries that are on their list that, um, where English is their first language, they Mm -hmm. accept it, right? For Mm -hmm. other countries where I believe English is their second language, um, I'm not sure don't quote me on that, but I know Mm -hmm. for Jamaica for sure, (laughs) Mm -hmm. yes, that you do not need to do the IELTS, you're exempted once you have English CXC in one or two. For school. So I applied, sent in my degrees, my diploma, everything that I had, my tra- original transcripts. You know, I have sent in everything and I, was, I got my acceptance. <laughs> got your so, acceptance letter. Yes. So pretty much you have to pay a deposit, right? Okay. And that is what secured your seat, so mm-hmm. even though you get a space, say yes, you're accepted, you have to pay your deposit now to secure your seat. So that's what I did and that's how I made a decision to go to NLC. Marky, mm-hmm. I did apply to other colleges, but remember now I'm thinking about um, um, where my husband could easily find a job. Find a job. Right? Because that is also one of the main objective of going to Canada. Oh. So I got through to NLC and I decided, all right, now is the time to apply for the study permit. Mm -hmm. The easy part is out of the way, now is the hard part, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I decided that I'm not going to use an agency. I'm going to do it myself. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And because my husband was at sea at the time, I didn't have um, any access to his passport. So I had to apply for myself first. And then when he arrived, knowing the country, then I applied for him and my daughter. So Thank that God. was around um, November that I applied. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm going to be honest with you, um, Chantal. Mm-hmm. We started having this, discussions about going to Canada mm-hmm. around September October thereabouts
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I and I applied for the study permit in November mm-hmm. and I got the approval in December mm-hmm. that's so quick everything, everything happened. happened so we started everything having happened. a discussion in September thereabouts yeah. you understand spent like a whole month gathering the documents all that we needed mm-hmm. well, well all that I needed at first because I decided I'm going to go ahead and apply first because, of course, my husband is at sea. don't have any documents for him. So Mm. I just went ahead and applied. So Mm. I did a lot of research, but I still took the need to um, contact the offices directly. So when I was trying to contact the Canadian office in Jamaica, I couldn't get through. They kept putting me on to um another to like voice me. I just couldn't get through because I wanted some information. So I so say, you know what? I need to hear the information. I need to get information from the horse's mouth. Mm-hmm. I don't want to nobody tell me about them experience a little more and hear exactly what is required. So mm-hmm. I decided that, like the idea came to me to call the Canadian office in Trinidad. Oh, so wow. that's what I did. And I just asked, inquired about information as though I'm actually not, <laughs> mm-hmm. and because I'm saying the requirements will be the same, you get mm-hmm. me? So I asked my, all the information, you know what is required, and I got a lot of details as to how I should go about the process. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, you know what, I'm gonna also call the Canadian government himself in Canada. Well, really yeah. actually, immigration. Um. Mm-hmm. It was an immigration officer I spoke to. Mm-hmm. They transferred me a lot on the line, but we say, you know what, it's worth the wait. <laughs> it is weird. And they literally guide me on the, on the documentation that is required and all of that. So the information that I had, I felt confident about applying. Yeah. Right? What were some and of the documents? I,
0: pardon? What were some of the documents?
1: All right. So for. Me, the document would be like the letter of acceptance, Mm -hmm. your passport. Um, they they they're not gonna tell you that you need to submit a study plan, but they have a section on the online application where they ask for client information, and that is really what that is where you would put your study plan. Some persons call it letter of explanation, but I call Mm -hmm. it a study plan because I, I believe that you need to be strategic. In when you're writing that letter, it is one of the most important documents that you're going to submit to the embassy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So because you're not able to do an interview, like the US will call it in or whatever, but you're not able to do an interview with the visa officer. Yeah. So pretty much the letter that you're going to write is your interview. You're introducing yourself. You're telling them about your intention to study in Canada. Why are you choosing Canada? Why not the UK? Why not the US? You know, you're going to tell them why you are choosing even the program. Yeah. Why that program? Why not study in your home country? Mm-hmm. And they're also going to be looking at your previous degree so you're going to have to put like your original transcript as well in attach it as a a document along with your study plan because you're going to be also doing a comparison to see to see if what you're going to be studying if it's the same thing Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: if it makes sense you know will it complement what you already have what you already have yeah And if it's something completely different, then you would have to explain in the letter why you're choosing a different path. Mm -hmm. You understand? Mm -hmm. So it has to make sense. You have to be authentic in your letter. You basically have to tell them, give them a, a plan as to even when you get to Canada, what is your plan? So yeah. I had included my quarantine plan as well because we are still in this whole pandemic thing. You understand? Mm-hmm. So you have to have a plan. I went ahead and also broke the, um, do a breakdown of my finances in the letter, mm-hmm. which is very important because you want to be able to show not just that you have enough funds, but what mm. the funds will be used for. Mm. So okay. you're giving them a complete plan to say that, okay, you know what you're about.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know how you're going to cover your traveling, how you're going to cover your um, groceries, your books, yeah. all of that. And... I also included the obligations for this, the study permit. So by law, you do have an obligation for your study permit. There are certain things that if you, if you do that, you are in violation of the study permit. So oh, really? a student cannot work more than 20 hours during um, the semester session or during classes. So only when you have breaks, semester breaks, summer, Christmas break, then you can work full-time. You don't have any um, limits as to how much time you can work. But once school is in session and you're a full-time student, you cannot exceed 20 hours per week. Right? Mm -hmm. And if for whatever reason you fail the program or you discontinue your studying. Then you have to leave the country. You cannot yeah. stay there because unless you're gonna be in violation of the study permit. So I also explain those things in my letter that I am fully aware of the law and mm-hmm. I will, you know, not violate it. Yeah, so yeah, once yeah. you know that you know what you're about, you are um, seriously studying, and you explain even what you plan to do when you finish your studies. Mm-hmm. You're, because you're being granted a temporary um, temporary visa,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? You're a temporary resident in the country. You cannot tell them that you're going to be going there to live because you did not get permanent residence. That's not what you're applying for. You're not there mm-hmm. yet. So because you're applying for a temporary residence visa, you have yeah. to also let them know your commitment to returning to your country. you're through with your studies Mm -hmm. so if you're gonna be pursuing a degree like myself in business management then how will i be using that Mm -hmm. to benefit my business back home Mm
0: -hmm.
1: or how will i be um adding value back to my home country yeah so that's very important right Mm -hmm. and I also attached all my supporting documents. You know, if you're going to mention something in your study plan, ensure you can back it up. Mm, yeah. If you can't mm. prove it, there's no proof. You have no record of it. Do not make mention of it in your study plan. Mm-hmm. Right? That's a rule of thumb. If you can't yeah. prove it, don't talk about it. Don't talk about it, yeah. You know, I've read study plans and loe before and some persons we may mention that they have a business but it's not registered what proof is there that your business exists
0: mm-hmm.
1: we're talking about canada their first world country they can't mm-hmm. take your word for it there are millions of people applying for the same thing you're applying for yeah. what makes yeah. you stand out what makes you stand out you get what i'm saying So the aim is to simplify your letter. Make it as clear and authentic as possible. Yes, yes. Right? Yeah, and that is literally how I constructed my letter and adding all my supporting documents. And I got an approval in two weeks. (laughs) Two weeks of submitting it. Yes, yes. And because, you know, I I know a lot of people are applying. and I know people have applied three, four, five times and got refused. And it's not that Canada don't want them there. Because some mm-hmm. person that says that Canada don't want them there. Canada want people. They want people. But you still have to meet certain requirements. You still have to present certain information you understand yeah. so yeah. another thing that you look at
0: mm-hmm.
1: is your home ties you know mm-hmm. okay your job can be a home ties your current job that you have mm-hmm. you know your house some persons mm-hmm. may not own a home because you know a lot of us are young people mm-hmm. so maybe you have a lease agreement mm-hmm. you know probably a card you know, so if you can show some amount of proof, probably you were enrolled in school or you're still enrolled in school and you're finishing yeah. up school. So anything you can show that you have home ties, one of the main things they look at is family. Mm-hmm. Which is why I always tell persons that they should apply. The student should apply first mm-hmm. and then you apply for your family. Because you the, those Spousal open work permit and a visitor's record for your child is dependent on your study permit. Mm-hmm. So ensure that you get approved first. Get that out of the way. Then you can yeah. apply for your family. Right. So what
0: kind of documents you had to submit for you, your husband and your daughter?
1: So pretty much for my husband, his LOE or letter of explanation mm-hmm. would be... Um, Proving that our relationship is real. That's the difference between his letter and mine, because mine is proving that I'm an authentic student. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But for his letter, it would be saying that listen, I want to accompany my wife and you know, give us even giving a little background to our relationship. It's important. You know, I've attached pictures in his um, letter of explanation pictures mm-hmm. from our wedding mm-hmm. from our um, baby shower, mm-hmm. you know events that we've been to with friends and family just to show that we have been together this for a very long time it is real we didn't get married just to, sh- to come to Canada we have a relationship mm-hmm. you know and they, they would have even seen in the pictures our daughter from our, even pictures I took when I was pregnant Mm-hmm. So, they would have seen the journey through the pictures. And you have to remember that the visa officers, they're human beings just like me and you. So, mm-hmm. when you use pictures, you're pulling on their emotions. Seeing is believing, you're able to do an mm-hmm. interview. So, they're reading this letter, getting a good idea of the type of person you are. Mm-hmm. And they are also, you know, senior pictures. Mm-hmm. And this is not required, but um, what I also did was to um let a former boss write a character reference for me
0: okay it wasn't
1: required but it's i'm just telling you that if you want to have a speeder approval and you want you to just ahead, you, in, as much. you are giving all that they need to get a good understanding of who you are because they try not just interview you mm-hmm. So if somebody else in you know higher position can vouch for your character You know, then they get a good understanding that, okay, this is a good person. This is um, a professional individual, somebody, you know, who starts things, gets it done. You know, so they come to to our institution here in Canada, she will start and she will finish it to the end.
0: Because they don't want
1: someone who's just going to enroll and then bother with it and run off. Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm.
1: So these are the little things they look at. To see if you know we should really invite this person to our country and another thing you have to look at is that when you become a temporary resident of canada you are halfway there to becoming a permanent resident so you are like you are betting partially you understand so today so the minute they give you that approval to study here you are already on your way to being a permanent resident so they're not going to give in on anybody you have to meet certain requirements mm-hmm. You understand? The point. Yeah, so, yeah. so um, another required document is a police record. And I'll tell you this. <laughs> my husband, right? When, I, when he arrived, I'll tell you what happened. Because this is a testimony in itself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When my husband was supposed to arrive in the country, cuz it's when he left his ship I could only make a booking because I wasn't sure what was happening because of COVID. So when mm-hmm. he left his ship to come home that is when I was able to book a date to get his police record done. Cuz I've been telling he wasn't even here. So yeah, I couldn't yeah. start it for him. So when I called to get the police record I should have started class May 3rd. May mm-hmm. 3rd, 2021, right? He was yeah. supposed to arrive like February 22nd so everything needed to happen as quickly as possible so that I could reach Canada in time yes, right so when I booked the police record the date I got was like May 6th I said mm-hmm. this can't work <laughs> school on May 3rd <laughs> that they have a lot of backlog and all sorts of things so I said no god you have to go you have to go pull some strings but this cannot work yeah. so luckily I had a friend who is a police and I yeah. called her and explained my situation to her and she contacted somebody police record office and just said oh send us a copy of like your um any proof that you're really studying in Canada you know Mm-hmm. So I sent her what I had, and she was like, Okay, you know what? When your husband comes, once he has like a COVID test that he's negative, I'll allow him to do the fingerprints. I said, All right, great. So everything's set. And my man says, The game's supposed to land, you know, like, carrying him straight to the police record office to get the fingerprint done. Mm-hmm. When he landed, jet lag on all. I said, Babe, so go to the police record office to do fingerprints now. Mm-hmm. On our way there, would you believe the police record office closed? Wow. Closed because they had COVID exposure. Mm -mm. So they said they're closed and they're not sure as to when they're going to reopen. Mark you, we need to send the application off like yesterday. So, because I'm not sure how long the process is going to take to get a response yeah so you have to give them enough time so that you're not like panicking and pulling out of here mm-hmm. so i said all right god all right mama leave us alone right now the next thing is the biometrics because you have to do biometrics as well mm-hmm. at um the canadian embassy he's the first time you're applying to canada mm-hmm. so we went there and my husband already had a covid test but they said that when they looked at it because He's just traveled pretty much. So they have to go over the COVID to allow him into the building. When they checked it, because he was coming from Japan, it was even in a different language. And then when they look at the, the, the time he did the test, they said that I think like 72 hours would have already passed. Same so do our next one. I said, what? We said, all right, okay. So we called a, we called a roll my husband started getting discouraged now you know so Mr. Mm-hmm. babe just full of faith we'll go we we'll go get through this right mm-hmm. so I started calling around everywhere I'm calling to do the COVID test they're packed full don't have no space so the last number I could find for this organization I've never heard about listen, was the Supreme said God Mm-hmm. This is the only one left now. <laughs> mm-hmm. You need Make to it get work. a date because yes, it needs to you need to let this happy Lord please. Mm-hmm. When I called, I say, yes, man, we have a date. You can come first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. So we went, got the COVID test done, did the biometrics, and of course the police record office still closed. So you say, you know what? I'm gonna apply regardless. I'm going to because I need to get this thing. I need to send it off. Okay. So I decided to write an LOE, letter of explanation, explaining why I could not submit the police record. And I also submitted a copy of the, the receipt that I paid for. That oh, was so the one you paid for. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I submitted a copy of the receipt and I also got a, a copy of the Jamaica Observer article that was, you know, the normally make this announcement that they yes. and closed. Yeah, so I just got a copy of that, like the <laughs> article saying, you know, big Jamaica Observer that the police record office is closed. And so yeah. Yeah, I'm giving all the evidence to say that I have tried everything, this is beyond yeah. my control and yeah. this is the situation. And I told him that, you know, the minute this is open, we will Get it done. do the public record and then submit it via a web form. So all mm-hmm. of that I included, I attached along with uh, my husband's proposal, open work permit application, right? Mm-hmm. And I also included my daughter's information in it, all of that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And two weeks passed. I'm like, okay, mine came through in two weeks. All right, probably the third week is going to come through. So I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. Three weeks passed. I'm mean, not going to say, oh no, God. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is taking too long, though. And mark you. It's not taking long because I'm sometimes, you know, even up to five months, six months before people get approval. So yes. in real time, it's not taking long. But mm-hmm. men work with God timing. So, mm-hmm. I supposed to happen speedily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I say, you know what, God? I'm going to take a leap of faith right here. I'm going to take a leap of faith because my family have to come with me to Canada. Yeah. And I am doing everything within my power. And I'm just trusting you wholeheartedly. So, I did something that I wouldn't advise other people to do. But... <laughs> I went and bought all our tickets Oh! without even getting an approval. I don't hear from my daughter. I bought all our tickets, mm. paid for the government hotel that we need to quarantine for three days, that is non refundable, by the mm. way. <laughs> and I also paid for accommodation for where we we're going to live when we came to Canada. Mm. Listen to me. And when I paid for the accommodation, they sent me a letter to say that they're expecting Trisha mm-hmm. Doyle, mm-hmm. Alice, dear Doyle, Joanna mm-hmm. Doyle on the letter. So tr- mm-hmm. three, of us they're expecting to come to Canada, yeah. right? Yeah. You know what I did? I attached all of those in the web form, wrote a mm-hmm. letter <laughs> to the visa Explain office. It. This is my. This is our flight details. We're supposed to leave on this day to catch this plane, right? To reach this hotel. You understand? I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I, it's like I didn't have any doubts that we wouldn't get it or they wouldn't get it. But I just wanted to keep the process along. That's how so much confidence I had <laughs> that they would get it. And you believe the next day they got their approval. The mm-hmm. next day on my husband's birthday, March 24th, mm-hmm. listen to me, listen to me. It's <laughs> a
0: so happy birthday it was.
1: I am telling you, when I tell you that mm-hmm. God literally came through, he came mm-hmm. through. And I know it was a big race, but there was, there was literally no doubt. There no, was, I didn't feel doubt. I didn't feel scared. Mm-hmm. I just knew that God will deliver. You know? Can I explain it? <laughs> no, that's anyway, good. That's good. Listen, when we, we, the day came for us to leave, I was just in shock. I was happy. But I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. We're about to go to Canada. My family's coming with me. You know what I like? it just felt so surreal because this is something we we talked about but for it to be really happening it's like even the amount of flights because we had to take like six different flights to get to where we are. Mm -hmm. Six different Mm -hmm. flights. Even when we landed in Vancouver, we had to take another jet plane to get to Fort St. John. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot of traveling and I mean the whole entire time my mind was just blown that God this is really thank happening. You understand? Like, I didn't care about how long it would take. I didn't care. I was just happy the entire time. Every time I look over, I see my husband. I see my daughter. I say, thank you, Jesus. Everybody, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. man. And then when we arrived now, you know, the job search. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah, wasn't yeah. it. I was struggling, I was even thinking about the job. I'm like, when we reached there, we'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But listen, man, God has been faithful. I can truly mm-hmm. say that. You know, it wasn't easy coming to the decision to leave Jamaica, leave in
0: Jamaica, yeah,
1: and to go somewhere where we don't know anybody, we don't have any friends here, Well, we didn't have any friends here. We have friends now, yeah, friends, <laughs> yes. Um, yes. <laughs> friends here we didn't have any family members especially in the province that were coming you know my, my husband has an uncle in Toronto I think it's um, Ontario but you mm-hmm. know outside of that we don't know anybody we don't know anybody listen we just took a leap of faith and came here
0: mm-hmm.
1: and when we arrived you know we decided to be very strategic about even how we were going to apply for jobs yeah and we we didn't really spend a lot of time job searching even when we're in quarantine we really didn't spend a lot of time job searching. we spent a lot of time on our resumes because we know that Mm. canada has their own format their own style and we just felt um spent a lot of time trying to get it to that standard to get it perfect it can stand out you know and because i didn't want the employers to think that we were still in jamaica we waited until we got our canadian number then we put that on our resume we started applying for jobs because i realized that the error code shows your location here mm. especially the mm. tone that you are so the minute you know your error code come to know that you're in this city so this is exactly. any other number this is gonna throw, it's gonna literally turn them off Mm-hmm. so once we got our canadian numbers that's when we said okay now is the time to start applying for jobs and we got to our permanent location where we are living, right mm-hmm. and let me tell you man that in itself was something else because even though i i had a lot of faith that yes we would get a job but i wasn't sure whatever job we would get especially my husband my husband was in a good job you know working on the ship yeah regardless The distance, you know, it was a very secure job. He has been doing Mm -hmm. it for almost ten years,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and so for him to leave a very secure job, yeah, it was hard. It was really, really hard. I had my own business back home, so I could go anywhere. Mm
0: -hmm. It wasn't
1: that hard for me to pack up and start believing, but for him, it was difficult. It was really, really difficult, especially because he was at the breadwinner. You know, mm-hmm. men are different <laughs> when it comes to their jobs. You know, mm-hmm. so when he came, you know, I said, "Babe, it's just God not gonna bring us apart. Just believe. We understand him. It make it possible for us to be here. He maga mm-hmm. supply the job. Maga supply everything we all need. So yeah. it's just so trust him. Trust him that he will come true. You know, mm-hmm. and I will tell you this." My husband applied for the first job he saw. He was reading the description. And he was like, Babes, this is the exact same thing I do when I'm on the ship. It's just that this is land-based. Wow. This is the same thing. It's just that it's land-based. And he said, I'm going to apply for it. I'm going to just, you know, apply and trust God. And he applied. And within two days, he got a call for an interview Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and when he went for the interview man i tell you it it went so well it's like even the the employer he was very impressed because he's like he has a lot of experience in energy lng because this city that we're all about energy oil and gas you get what i'm saying Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so when they get somebody with that amount of years of experience they're happy they're glad they say you have a lot of value to add to our company and he got the job. He got the job in his not code. And let me tell you something, man. One of the scariest things was if, you know, it would be worth it. Meaning, because we had to literally put pen to paper before we leave. Yeah. Put pen to paper to see if it would be really worth it. We do a trade-off analysis if what all that we're going to give up now would be worth what we're going to gain in the long run. And that is how we decided that, you know what Canada is the, the right decision. We're not going to pass up this opportunity, you know, and let me tell you something, girl, the job my husband is in right now is a it's a very, very good job. Very good job. And pays him more than the job he had before. Mm-hmm. And we would we'd never like you you hear the stories, a lot of people that have to start from mm-hmm. ground zero. We know that's that we starting you understand they have struggled. And I under, like I understand, but let me tell you something man. Let me tell you something. So you trust God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Listen to me. Listen to my mind. I want to share my story to you because you see, everybody's journey is different.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Everybody's journey is different. And you hear the bad, you can hear the good too. To give you that perspective, it's not all bad. Sometimes you just need to also have a very positive attitude to that things will work out. Things you know, out, yeah. I speak a lot on my channel about networking.
0: Because it's networking.
1: Give me my job. <laughs> Literally networking. Mm-hmm. You know? I love to talk. I love to meet new people. Mm-hmm. And being here in Canada. Not knowing anybody. We never. Never. Just to Just pretend like. Thank you. You have to network. You have to. Mm-hmm. There's no way. You can. Survive here. Without networking. And if you don't network. You're going to struggle. You're going to have it. Really. Really tough. Mm-hmm. Because. It's only. If you know people, they can tell you certain opportunities that are available because you don't know. You're in a new mm-hmm. space, new place, country, everything is new to you. You yeah. understand? Some jobs aren't even advertised. You
0: mm-hmm. get what I'm
1: saying? Mm-hmm. So, therefore, you have to know people. And where people can even vouch for your character who has met you mm-hmm. because they go off of a lot of references here, too. It was just good that they never really asked for any references from my husband or myself. You know, no references at all. There was a particular job I was applying for where they did ask for references, but like my first, first job, they did not ask for any. It was through networking. And because that person, you know, was the one who um, gave my information to the manager, then yeah. she didn't any references. Well, so this is, is where it, reference.
0: Huh? I'm saying that person was your reference.
1: Exactly. And the and you think mm. I met that person is that when we just come out of quarantine, you know, we had a quarantine for two weeks and mm. the first place we went to when we left quarantine was Telos. Telos is a seller company to get our SIM cards. Mm. And it's the lady that dealt with us <laughs> and mm. networked with literally mm. the first point of contact. She was the person I network with and she asked me for my resume. And I had my resume prepared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I gave it to her. And she gave it to her, her friend who was the manager, you know, for a company, and that is how I got that job. Mm. So listen to my mind. That's why you just have to really actually pray for God's favor because you know. When you hear of other people's experiences, you get discouraged. Yeah, actually. you get discouraged and that's that, that the same process you're gonna to have to go through. Mind you, we prepare it, our mind, you know that is whatever we have to go through to prepare ourselves to reach where we have to reach. We'll do it because exactly. we've been working hard all our life. If we work hard from when we would have done it. Mm-hmm. You get me? Mm-hmm. But the point is that. You don't always have to start from going zero. You can be strategic in your approach. That's if true. you choose the wrong province where there's no job in demand for your skills, then you're going to have a hard time getting a job. So you can't just close your eye and choose a province. You have to do research because the different provinces are rich in different things. Not all provinces are rich in oil and gas. Yeah. Some are rich in agriculture, some is like they're the banking capital. You know, a lot of banks are there, a lot of, you know, um corporate offices, stuff like that. But it depends on your background and what jobs are in demand. So if you choose the wrong place, you're gonna have a hard time getting a job. True. So always important to study yes i always encourage persons they need to be strategic in their approach they need to be strategic in their approach the bible says you know god help those who help themselves and it's true you have to do your part you have to do your part
0: yeah so as as soon as you so one of the things you mentioned that i really like is that you look for where offers your interest so like for example oil and gas and you find your son and you find a school so others those are listening pretty much whatever it is that they're interested in to do their research to find a school in that area that they know that they will be right. able to get jobs and so on especially if they're taking their family with them
1: okay especially if you're bringing your family with you. it's very important
0: mm-hmm. okay all right, so what are some of the um what are some of the things that students need to know before coming? So say they found a school, they applied, they got the letter, you know, so they're sorting out deposit, they're sorting out places to live and all of that. So what are some of the things that they need to know before coming to Canada to start a new life?
1: <laughs> so all right, one thing I would say. Um, they need to know is that they need to have an open mind especially if you only went to school in Jamaica which was my case you know I don't have a lot of international students in my class when I was in Jamaica but now I am the only black person the only black person in my program right the only black person at my company so I don't really interact with a lot of black people outside of like on weekends because I do have Jamaican friends here. Okay, but you have a lot of Indians, Filipinos, Chinese in my class. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Canada is a very, very diverse country. Diverse place mm-hmm. you understand, and you have to have an open mind. You, um, you can't want to just stick to your own kind. No, it doesn't work like that. Yeah you know what what do you do if you don't see your own kind (laughs) can't stay by yourself exactly so therefore i am friends with everybody i am friends with everybody i even if you're not a a social person you have to learn how to be
0: because you're gonna be in
1: groups for group projects anyway you have to learn how to work with people That are from different backgrounds than you. So, having a a very open mind is so important, you know? Mm -hmm. And I know that we used to talk in Patois in Jamaica, but let me tell you the minute you start chick Patois, they won't understand what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) They like to hear it, but they don't understand it. Mm -hmm. You get me? So, therefore, just get prepared mentally that mm-hmm. everything is about to change yeah. <laughs> and yeah. not in a scary way, in a very, very good way. This is an opportunity to grow. To grow. understand mm-hmm. to unlock, unlock um, other skills that you probably never knew you had. That's true. To discover new things about yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So it is just a, a, a mind theme, be prepared mentally, mentally. That is one of the, the best thing I can say. I felt like I was prepared mentally to come here. I was excited and I wanted change. I welcome change. Mm-hmm. So as things were changing for me, I was just, I was just happy. Because I wanted a change from Jamaica. I'm not joking. Like, I love my country, but I really wanted a change. You know? And I feel like I wanted a different perspective on life. I wanted to experience different cultures. Mm-hmm. So I was very open to it. And my daughter seems like she has my personality because I'm telling you, she is well adjusted. She welcome change. You nice. <laughs> know, welcome change. She welcome change. Believe me, my. You know? And, so. and,
0: and finding school for,
1: for her was, was easy? So there's a process to finding um, registered daycares. I had contacted the child development agency, CDA. Mm-hmm. Or was it CDC? Child Development Center. I believe I contacted and they had submitted a list of all the registered daycares in my area Mm -hmm. so I went through the list and called every single one of them (laughs) Mm -hmm. until I found the right one which was actually walking distance from where I'm located which was perfect and I believe the school has a lot to do why my daughter has adjusted so good. Because Mm. they have a very good program. Their program is outdoor-based. Everything is done outdoor. And my daughter loves that. You know, because of COVID when she was trapped inside. And outdoor is her place. You know, she Mm. thrives when Mm. she's outside. So their program, they're expensive. But it's worth it you get me it, it's really worth it daycare you find that daycare in canada is very expensive it is actually the same amount exact same amount as our rent daycare what? per month i'm not joking
0: <laughs> wow
1: yes A serious a serious business mm-hmm. it's expensive man but let me tell you the best
0: the best. Mm-hmm. Nice. the best that's nice that's oh, nice that everybody's settling so you find husband fine job you find job and your school secure and you find daycare where you know where, where your daughter actually loves um what they do and and all of that that's really nice listen man that's really nice. <laughs> like the perfect the perfect situation god that's all i can
1: see and this is why i had even went ahead and created an ebook. you know oh,
0: yeah your ebook, mm-hmm.
1: students pathway to canada and mm-hmm. a lot of persons have purchased the book and i'm so grateful persons have even emailed me to say how to share how it has helped them mm-hmm. you know how they have benefited from it and i'm so grateful that i'm able to share My experience and to save people money (laughs) (laughs) because you you didn't pay an agency, you did it yourself. I did, I did not, Mm -hmm. you know. So, how
0: can somebody get the book? Because, like, I would like to, you know, for them to know how they can purchase the book. How much for the book?
1: It's for 50 Canadian dollars, okay. And it's the link, it is gonna be linked under this video but also mm-hmm. um the book can be found on my instagram page or my under the, in the description box on my youtube page and it's called meet the Dwyers.
0: so that, that's your um instagram page instagram page or youtube page
1: youtube yeah channel
0: Mm-hmm. So but I also you also send me the link so I can put it in the in the notes section yes, so kind of this interview. Problem? Yeah, like on Instagram and uh, on YouTube. What are some other things you, you actually talk about in the book so them can get out? Uh, just like main topics in no a problem. Podcast?
1: So I talk about the entire process for applying for the permits online. I talk about um yeah. applying for DLI. Mm-hmm. How you go about that? You know, um, the study plan, I've included my very own study plan in it. A sample. Example.
0: Okay. Yes.
1: I've included the disposal open work permits letter of explanation from a husband, mm-hmm. the sample of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the affidavit of support letters if you're getting a sponsor to sponsor you to study, there's a format for that as well. I've included samples of that. Mm-hmm. um, if you are going to be doing your quarantine plan, which you should, I'm not sure if that has changed, but because also oh, for persons who aren't vaccinated, I believe that is a new to know. If you're not vaccinated, then you have to do a quarantine plan. But if you're fully vaccinated, I think you're, ex- you're exempted from doing the quarantine. So when we were traveling, COVID was in fully effect. borders, mm-hmm. closed. Everything was in effect. So a quarantine plan was a must. Yeah, so
0: yeah.
1: in my actual sample of that, I've included a document checklist for all the permits. So what you're going to need, all the documents that you're going to need for applying for the study permits, all the documents you need for applying for the disposal open work permits and all the documents you need for applying for minors, children, right? Mm-hmm. I've also included a self-assessment at the um at the last in the last chapters. So if you wanna assess yourself to see if you're ready to come to Canada, if you have everything the right amount of funds, you know, if you have all the home ties required, you know, all that you would need to say, yes, it's time to apply for a study permit, because there are gonna be a few things you're probably gonna to have to wait to get. You know, probably gonna need more funds. So, I have included that self assessment so you can know what you need to work on,
0: mm-hmm.
1: what you can expect when you come to Canada. I've also included a little thing at the back where how you can li- literally prepare to come to Canada, like having a plan at the end. Mm-hmm. Because we did, we were very strategic before we left Jamaica. We created a plan as to what we're going to accomplish when we come here, and we gave ourselves some deadlines as well to do them. Mm-hmm. So, You have to be strategic when you're coming to a new country because you didn't spend all of that money for nothing. You know, you're not starting over for nothing. So you can't come and make any mistake that's going to ruin your chances of accomplishing your goals. Mm -hmm. So I've also included in the book, I forgot to mention the entire um, online application process. Mm-hmm. what you should or uh, what website you should go on the links you should go on to apply online mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because everything is done online now right so right. we don't yeah. we don't go in person anymore do everything that allow you to if you want to you have to do it online mm-hmm. so it makes sense to just learn the process and do it yourself because when you reach the the, the um when you reach the stage to apply for a postgraduate work permit. You don't want to have to call an agency to do that for you, or when you want to apply for permanent residence, you call an agency you're not another big spending that. So get comfortable using the IRCC, you know, mm. platform. Get you get comfortable going on the um, Government of Canada website, get comfortable being involved in the process because it's a journey. Yeah, yeah. So you need to understand it for yourself
0: okay that makes sense uh what would you all right so you're going to tag the the um link so they can get the book and um i wanted to ask you what are some of the final tips yeah final tips you know just to wrap up everything that you said because you did say a lot and your process really seemed like it went through fast it really seemed fast because from three weeks to pretty much like a probably three to five weeks it seemed like everything they come through and that's just really good because i know people who actually apply and wait for some time and i know people who apply and you know they were rejected so that was just a really good process i really think your book will be helpful and um i hope listeners will actually buy because it will be helpful
1: Listen to me a lot. Of people have been buying it, and persons mm. purchase a book and they don't reach out to me. I don't know, they don't, I've never had any encounter with them. Mm. <laughs> so, um, if guys, if you have bought the book and it has helped you, please leave your reviews. People are buying the book that's been helping them, and they're not leaving their reviews. <laughs> Others can see that it has helped you. You know that helps to get your approval. Please share it. Share it. Share share the
0: story. Yeah, man
1: I appreciate the support so much. You know, I appreciate every everyone that has purchased my ebook. You know, it has helped. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So
0: what what are some of the final tips or advice you would give for those um, that are thinking about studying in Canada? All
1: right. So (laughs) Canada is a great, great country, guys. Listen, I encourage everyone who wants to make this move to come to Canada. It is an investment that is Mm -hmm. worth it. So, my tips to you guys is that if you're going to come to Canada, please do your research. Research Mm -hmm. the institution that it is a DLI, designated learning institution. It's very important. Mm -hmm. Research the province that you're going to, the city that you're going to. You know, what is the job market there like? Especially if you're going with your spouse who will be working full time. You want to ensure that they're able to get a job. Especially, if they're gonna be supporting you, helping you to pay tuition fee. Because the truth mm-hmm. is, as a student working part time, it is hard to get a very well paid job. You understand? It's gonna be difficult because most full time jobs are what high ha- um, pays very very good. Mm-hmm. So if you can even get jobs when you're um applying for part time jobs in sales that um also. Um, is not just where you can get commission. That would be good mm-hmm. because then you know that based on your um, efforts, your salary can increase. Yeah. Not limited to just your base pay, but you can get commission. So strive for those type of jobs as well. Sales jobs because sales is in need everywhere. You understand sales is almost every industry, every company, they need sales. Mm -hmm. that's how they make their money so so don't shy away from those jobs i know that it is especially if you're not you know talkative Mm -hmm. push yourself because we're talking about the end goal here yeah (laughs) right and um another tip is to network network get involved in your school at your school you know that's a very good way to network as well Mm-hmm. And talk to people, though you don't have to go to any conference in no business suit to be networking. That is what we have in our minds when we think about networking.
0: Right. When you meet
1: people in supermarkets, that's an opportunity to network. When you meet your classmates, you don't know who is who a lot of the times. Even your very lecturers can get you jobs, can help you out, know people hiring. You know, when you meet people at the bus stop. Mm-hmm. Network. Network networking network. can happen anywhere. And and let me tell you something, man. A lot of people are very curious as to where I'm from. Because of course, they don't see a lot of black people in my city. We are very, mm-hmm. very small percentage of black people mm-hmm. here. So they're mm-hmm. very curious. Some people are looking at me. I see that as a way to start a conversation. Hi, my name is Shishani. I'm from Jamaica. <laughs> Listen. It's that started for me because people always tell where you're from because a lot of them they know i'm not from from um, africa because of my, my accent or my english you know <laughs> mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. and so a lot of people they're very happy to hear about my background my life in jamaica yeah. people want to hear your story as well share it be yourself be you you understand mm-hmm. If somebody don't like it, too bad for them. But most people will. You get
0: me? <laughs> the right people, the right people will
1: exactly. Yeah. And just prepare to work hard, but have fun while doing it. You understand? Mm-hmm. When I was yeah. working during the summer, mm-hmm. when I was working during the summer, I worked seven days a week, every single day for the summer. Seven days a week until school started, and I started doing about twenty hours per week. But listen, I have a goal. You get me? We have a goal, have yeah. A goal. And so that we work hard in Jamaica. We work hard in Jamaica. We so to like to say that. Do. Yeah, for real, right? So when other people complain, sure, we know hard work. We know hard life. Okay, <laughs> so we get yeah. opportunity. Like this will hug it, it. With the most of it. Listen. I do have a I'm I am happy to be in Canada, first world country. I am happy Miss Jamaica, I'm a low country. But listen, I am happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. My family is here. And mm-hmm. I can just share my journey as I go along, you know, as I'm on my journey. Mm-hmm. I help persons mm-hmm. while on my mm-hmm. journey. Mm-hmm. You have the mindset or the perception that when you accomplish your goal or you reach you're, your and you're going to help people. No, you help people while you're going up the ladder. You bring somebody Out along the with you.
0: That's a good point, yeah. Yeah, so you know, in a sense, wait. Just while, you, while you're trying, while you're doing what you're doing, just bring people. That's and good. share information.
1: Information is the key. Mm-hmm. Information is the key. I can tell you that. Just yeah. by knowing something it can prevent you from making a lot of errors can save you money what is, a lot of people getting refusals because of what they don't know is harming them what they're either um the information that they're leaving out no, that is crucial you can't treat the study plan that i call it as just a tiny little thing you get what i'm saying put a lot of work into it like treat it seriously as though you would treat it like when you're going to an interview. You understand? Like, it yeah. is your gateway to Canada. <laughs> okay. I love that. And
0: I'm, I'm so happy that you have your family with you because then that would make you, you know, focus easier in school. I mean, because they're just right there instead of having to do everything on a video call. That's just not the same. So I'm happy... That the process went through you know you went through the process so easy and we just really happy say you know you use faith along the way because a lot of persons wouldn't do what you did by buying the tickets before for everybody or <laughs> even just just doing everything yourself a lot of persons wouldn't do that so I mean that's commendable. That's really good. And I'm happy for you. Congratulations.
1: You're so <laughs> you are
0: welcome. And I, I really hope um, the listeners will find this useful because I know people who are trying to get to Canada. From time to time, they'll ask stuff. So I just really hope this will be helpful. And remember to send me the link for the book because I want people to it. Yes, and...
1: sure.
0: Yeah. So, you know, I like to end on my podcast with affirmations. with I am. So, let's hear what follows
1: Trishon as I am. I am an overcomer. Yes. Canton. Yes. Yes. And this one goes deep for me, you know, because, listen, yes. a lot of things have been thrown my way, you know, and people would have it that, you know, she's not going to become anything because of that situation or whatever, you know. So mm. even the high school I went to, people say things that they don't realize that when you speak things to the children's like you're planting seeds. Mm. The high school that I went to is called Cumberland High School in Portmore. But people don't have it that not to oh listen. Yes girl, I was the head girl at Cumberland High School. Big big on my LinkedIn profile, check it. <laughs> Whoa. But listen, a lot of people, I, I literally heard over and over again that, mm-hmm. oh, she soon get pregnant, you know, she's not mount to nothing good. Cumberland students, the brides, them don'ts, whatever. Mm-hmm. 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 And let me tell you something, it's from then and there, I mm-hmm. had to redefine who I am. Yes. Yeah. And that's one of the things I always told myself that I'm an overcomer. Whatever, mm. what diffi- whatever the difficulty or challenge that is placed in front of me, I'm going to overcome it because life is unpredictable. We're being frank it here. Yeah. You know, mm. a lot of things, hurdles is thrown in front of you. What do you do? Do you turn mm. back? Do you give up? Throw in the towel? Just call mm. it a day. you run a mm. good race. That's it. No, no. You, you continue to push through. Mm. And, I, I, and I, I'm saying I am an overcomer means that you're even victorious before you get the challenge in front okay. of you. Yes, yes. You're manifesting it. You get me? Yeah. so yeah. we're in Canada. Yeah. The process has been smooth <laughs> so far, but we're prepared for anything will come away, we'll overcome it. You understand? Mm. Yes. So that's yes. my word, guys. I'm leaving with you to, to overcome a situation no matter mm. what it is, overcome your situation, be an overcomer. You know, mm. if them keep refusing you, you're going to overcome it. <laughs> just keep
0: keep going, keep going, keep yes,
1: going. Don't give up, yes. don't, leave, don't, don't lose your enthusiasm. You understand? That is it. That is the key. Even when you encounter failure, do not lose your drive and your enthusiasm. Mm. That is the problem. People get demotivated and they just give up yeah
0: yeah that that's whoa that's nice i did not know you went to Cumberland. i thought you went to like an all-girls school in kingston or something like that no there
1: no there and when persons asked me i went to the Cumberland high school i think <laughs> when i was there one i remember one time i went to i don't remember where i went it was some choices experiment but the choices expert they have like career there with different different schools yeah, yeah and i yeah. And they asked me a question, and I said, I attend the Cumberland High School. I said, so, What, Immaculate? I said, No, the Cumberland High School. They said, Oberlin, I said, No, the Cumberland High School. They say, You sure is Cumberland? You <laughs> Listen, you can't That's let people find really. you. Remember, yeah, they, very don't very know you. they don't know you. Nobody knows you like you. A uniform, a building cannot define who you are as a person.
0: It's just a building.
1: You know what you're capable of. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, pretty sure. I left Cumberland and went straight to the Caribbean Maritime University. It was Caribbean Maritime Institute at the time. Mm -hmm. And I did my bachelor's degree there in logistics and supply chain management, mm-hmm. finished that, went back to my master's in logistics engineering, listen man, mm-hmm. nothing wrong with the school, school is a building, I'm bigger at Cumberland High School, because <laughs> <laughs> them have good teachers, I will good teachers, That's good.
0: I'm proud, I'm proud of you, and <laughs> and and, and, and I said it's from the very first day I met you with the interview that we had about logistics, you know, logistics industry, and yeah you've been impressive and um you were impressive then and you're still impressive to me now so thank you so much Rich, for talking <laughs> to me and just keep doing your thing you're doing great keep doing your thing thank you. Thank,
1: you thank you for having me on your podcast and you know what i feel about you so you know <laughs> you're
0: welcome you're welcome you're yeah,
1: Think of yourself all right thank you bye guys
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right so if you made it this far then you are one of my favorite humans i'd also like to think that you enjoyed this episode so do me a favor no and rate review and subscribe to this podcast so you can be one of the first to be notified when a new episode is available also tell a friend to tell a friend and grow with us I hope something resonates with you from this episode so you can use it to your advantage and keep going. Blessings, always.